Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today in the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Brian O'Keefe. Brian bowled collegiately at the University of Nebraska, where he helped lead the Huskers to a 1996 USBC Intercollegiate Team Championship. In 1996, Brian earned first-team All-America honors and was runner-up for the National Bowler of the Year. Brian, I want to thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you, Tim, for having me. Steve, thanks for having me. Well, Brian, myself, and Coach K thought we'd get you on to discuss the new position that yourself and your wife, Shannon, will be taking you were just named the Director of Bowling for McKendree University, and your wife, Shannon, was just named the Women's Bowling Coach at McKendree University. So, Brian, talk about this whole process and what it means to be the Director of Bowling at McKendree University. Yeah, well, thanks for that. Uh, it's, it's been a kind of a whirlwind over the last three weeks, I guess you could say. Um, you know, it's something that came up rather quickly and abruptly. Um, we had great initial discussions with the athletic director, Chuck, at uh, McKendree University and uh, actually went to visit the campus. Um, and it was a, it was a wonderful family-type atmosphere. The, the amount of support from the administration, um, the amount of support through the athletic department itself, and all the way up to the top, the president, uh, Dr. Dennis, did a, just a wonderful job of almost recruiting us, so to speak, you know, and showing us about, you know, what they feel is most important and how their campus is run and the, the, the whole family-type atmosphere that they try and instill across the campus. So it was, it was kind of a, almost a pinch-yourself-type moment. So it happened very quickly. Just the opportunity to be able to work with my wife hand-in-hand, you know, we have a unique relationship uh, in the first part is that we're, we're husband and wife, but also I'm her personal coach. And then on another note, I'm also one of the coaches on Team USA. So uh, we've, we've had to juggle the, you know, the try and leave the husband and wife part at home, and it's now a work relationship. So that part should be, we had that under control for doing that for the last 10 or 11 years as is. So it's just really, really an exciting time. Uh, hopefully it's an exciting time for college bowling. I know we're really excited to get started and, uh, you know, get everything underway and try and bring the country home some national championships. Brian, you had mentioned a little bit of that family atmosphere there for the uh, the campus, and you know, yep. with the background in, in college bowling, and and uh, of course we 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 bowled together at the same time. You know, you were at University yep. of Nebraska Lincoln, and I was in Wichita. And now, as far as size of campus and family atmosphere, I mean, Nebraska Lincoln, that's a pretty big school, is it not? And uh, com- you know, how do you how do you kind of compare that with uh, the feel that you got there at McKendry? Yeah, it's definitely a different feel. You know, uh, you know I love my time at uh, in Nebraska. Uh, I only have positive things to say about it. From once again, all the way from you know administration and academics, all the way down to Coach Straub and uh, Coach Klumpa now, but he was player Klumpa when I was there. Um, <laughs> so you know, yeah, there, I have nothing but great things to say about the program and the university there. But you know, this was much more of a you know a smaller knit community. Everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew about the bowling program. Everybody knew players about the, on the bowling program, um, which was something I had never really, you know, knew existed. Um, you know, there's only a couple, there's a couple thousand undergrads, I think 22, 2300 undergrads at the university, um, with another 800 people going for 
furthering their education through the master's program. So there's only really about 3,000 people, uh, 3,000 students on campus. So a much smaller field, the average class size is, is much more economical, I guess you could say. I used to sit in classes as a freshman and as a sophomore, you know, or five, 600 people, and the average class size is about 14 kids. So a much, much different type of feel, but just, you know, walking around and meeting people and having them all talk about, oh, gosh, we'd love to have you here. Our bowling team is a big part of our campus. Everybody loves the fact that our bowling teams are so competitive and, you know, so close to winning the national championships. And hopefully if you guys come, you can take that, take us over that next step and really take us to the promised land of college bowling. So um, it was, like I said, it, it was kind of a whirlwind how it all went down. It, it wasn't something that we... Uh, had planned out. McKendry uh, was very uh, straightforward in saying that they wanted to take, you know, they they wanted to take it to the next step, and they wanted to really show that they're ready to to do everything they have to do to to not only just support all their athletic their athletic programs, but especially bowling itself. Well, and talk about some of the talent you have there at McKendry because you've, you've, you and your wife Shannon have worked with A.J. Johnson, who's going to be a senior this year. So talk about, and we had A.J. on uh, last month doing a, doing a show with us. So just talk about A.J. and some of the talent that you guys are going to be, be jumping into. And you guys have a pretty competitive team right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. The, the cupboard is most certainly not bare. You know, it, they're not, you know, we're not coming into a completely new starter program. Uh, we're coming into a program on the men's side that, you know, is, they had a little bit disappointing finish to their to their year and how they finished at the intercollegiate ex-bowling championships. But throughout the whole year, they were one of the best teams in the country. So, yeah, on the men's side, we're definitely coming into a very, very good situation. And on the women's side, they're trying to transition into an NCAA program. Um, so, uh, once again, the cupboard is not bare. I've, I've, I do, personally do not know any of the girls on the team yet. Um, but I have gone back and watched the Intercollegiate Ex-Bowling Championships. I watched some of the live streaming that the USBC Collegiate had done from uh, the championships. So I got to watch the five girls that were starting on the team that when they were on the live stream pairs. And so I got to watch them throw the ball, and Shannon and I are very, very excited on, on what we saw, the overall talent level. And, you know, hopefully with our backgrounds, you know, we can bring in you know, more talented players all across the board and just really try and increase, you know, increase. Our our main goal is try and make them better people, better players, and all-around better student-athletes. So hopefully we can do that across the board. Did uh, did you get a chance to to meet as well with with their men's coach, uh, Dennis Knepper? Yeah, I know Dennis. Uh, We've actually, it's kind of an ironic story. Dennis came here. Um, he was one of the first coaches when, when I was actually still working in the, in the USBC coaching department inside uh, the doors of our ITRC in the main offices here on the IBC campus. Uh, you know, Dennis, I was, I was in charge of kind of developing a two-handed curriculum for the coaching department. And word had kind of got out that I was doing that, and Dennis had a few players on the team. It was right when he first started working with the McKendry men's team. Um, he, he had a few players who were two-handed, so he... He called me up on his own time, booked a flight on his own dime, and came down and spent the weekend with me, and we just went over video. Uh, and so it was really cool to see somebody that was literally that, uh, you know, dedicated to something that, you know, he was looking to just, you know, he wanted to increase his knowledge and his education and his overall understanding of the game, and specifically at that time, the two-handed game. So um, that was my first sort of interaction with Dennis. And then throughout the years, we've 
you know, because of that interaction, you know, when I see him at tournaments, we'll definitely stop and say hello. And uh, he's called on other occasions to make sure that the direction he was going with A.J. Johnson at uh, the team practices for his college team were the, was the same direction that we wanted it to go from a Team USA program. So, you know, it was really exciting to get to talk to him on the phone and, you know, kind of go over some initial details of how we think things are going to work and just trying to get, you know, it, it, it's all happened so fast that we're right at the current time trying to just make sure all of our ducks are in a row and that we have everything just from an organizational standpoint ready to go at the beginning of the year. But uh, once Shannon and I get there uh, on a full-time basis, we're in the process of trying to get our house uh, on the market and get sold and make the move to uh, Lebanon, or we're actually probably going to buy a house or look at a house in O'Fallon, which is a town just just outside of there. Um, and once we make that full move, then we'll be able to kind of jump in with both feet full-time all, all the way. Well, Brian, another thing we thought we'd get you on to discuss is I picked up my Bowlers Journal this month, always a, a great magazine for bowling insight and news, and there it is, a little uh, article regarding you receiving your gold accreditation as a USBC coach. So you also did that in the last month. So it's just been a very busy month, but just talk about what it is like you know, to receive that and to attain that level because not everyone can be a gold coach. Yeah, it's 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 well, you hit it right on the head, you know, the that happened right before this whole uh, process started. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, anytime you can achieve the highest level of certification in anything, you know, it's, it's a pretty darn good feeling, um, you know, to be one of less than 30 people in the world that have, that have that certification level. It just shows that, um, it makes me feel, you know, all, all the hard work and dedication that I put in, um, throughout the course of, you know, the last 20 some years of my life, but more specifically, the last six, seven years since I've been a part of the USBC coaching department and then uh, the International Training and Research Center more specifically, you know, we get to coach every day. So, you know, the, we really get to fine-tune our skills to be able to just make sure that, you know, we're staying on top of the latest trends, I guess you could say, in coaching. But And not only, you know, in some, some ways try and debunk some of the latest trends in bowling. You know, we're in the training center here, uh, you know, we're all about trying to make sure that we want to know not necessarily why people do it, but if it actually works. You know, that, that's the most important thing. Just because somebody says it should work, well, does it really work? And we'll look at the data. So to be able to do that on a day-to-day basis really kind of sped up the process of me uh, feeling like I was ready to jump in and try to get that gold-level certification. And it was a long process. It was a lot of hard work. But uh, thankfully, uh, people who did the... The judging and the grading, they, they felt that I was ready, and, and I feel like I'm ready to, to take that next step and hopefully um, not only just, you know, continue to learn and increase my knowledge, but also sort of give back to the coaches that want to get to that level, you know, give back to the silver level coaches, give back to the bronze level coaches, and just try and share the information that I've had the opportunity to learn over the years. And, and you know, to be a gold level coach, I mean, that's a definitely a, a huge huge honor but but you've still got some you've still got some skills on the lanes too don't you as well i think i i think i saw in there you guys went and and competed in the ozarks tournament there and and maybe with a few of the junior team usa bowlers and showed them you still have uh you still got some talent on the lanes not just coaching oh gosh steve i don't know it, it comes and goes i mean steve we've been friends uh we got to be better friends when uh we were living in the same town here for a little while and 
uh, yeah, I don't know. My bowling comes and goes. I feel sometimes like you're right, like, hey, I can still do this. And then other times I feel like, what am I even trying to do this for? But, yeah, the last couple of weeks have been great. I actually bowled a doubles tournament here in Texas, a very prestigious doubles tournament in the DFW area called the Red River Doubles. Um, Steve, I'm sure you bowled it in the past. And uh, very challenging, challenging lane condition. And, you know, I, actually, I bowled it. I got, no, I was fortunate enough to bowl with Mike Fagan. Anytime you can bowl with one of the best players in the world, it helps. But uh, we won that tournament, which was great feeling. And then, yeah, last weekend we went to the Greater Ozarks tournament up in uh, Springfield, Missouri. And, yeah, I happened to do really well. I think I ended up finishing third in all events with a, you know, a very, very strong field of bowlers that goes and bowl that over the months yeah. that it goes on. So, yeah, sometimes I still got it. Not as, not as much as my wife, but sometimes I can still kind of, you know, do it with smoke and mirrors and find a way. The, the, the young players, they're probably pretty impressed, you know, because I know a lot of times that, you know, when they're, they're growing up, maybe they, they, they see you and they, they see you in a, in a certain role. You know, they see you maybe just as a coach or, or you're the person who does these instructional videos or writes these articles for Bowler's Journal or such and such, but they maybe just because of the age thing they're not familiar with, you're like, wow, you got quite a game as well. It's not just knowledge in the head, but it's some physical talent on the lanes too. Oh, yeah, don't, don't only kid you. It was nice to beat up on the kids, Steve. I'll, I'll tell you that. You know, it felt good. You know, like you said, you know, here's Coach Brian, you know, coming in. They're probably thinking, oh, he's, you know, he's an old has-been. But, you know, it was great to lace him up. And I think I pulled 22-18 for my nine games all events. So, mm. yeah, and it, it, was, it was a blast sure. going with them. It just, it just so happened that we have a junior team USA camp going on right now in the training center. So, um you know, they came in a few days early. They're the two guys that bowled with us are, are both adult bowlers, but still eligible to bowl on uh, the junior team. So they came in a few days early. We made a road trip up there to sort of finish, you know, get a five-person team together. And yeah, it was a great experience. And, and like you said, it, it definitely feels good to show them that, hey, it's not just all about what I used to be able to do. Hey, every once in a while, I can still do it now as well. All right. Well, we know you got to run, Brian, so we're going to let you take off here and, and head back to those junior Team USA folks that you're helping out with some coaching. So want to thank you for joining us quickly and, and uh, just chatting about things going on at the uh, in the life of the O'Keefe's, and it sounds like uh, sounds like things are going to be very exciting and very busy, but a good busy for uh, for you guys, and, and uh, all the best of luck up there at McKendry, and we're certainly going to check in with you as uh, you and Shannon both get settled. Well, thanks again, guys. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. It's, it's- it's been a whirlwind tour, and hopefully it just continues and we can you know, do everything to make sure we not only put McKendry more on the map, but keep him on the map for a long time and create, create the dynasty that we want there at uh, McKendry University. It was 1989, my thoughts were short, my hair was long, caught somewhere between a boy and man.